So a few days ago, me and my oldest son made a reel. We laughed about it. We had so much fun making it. And then after we posted it, it had so many likes and views. And I remember telling him about it. But it was funny because with the likes and views, there's random people who like to make negative comments. And I was like, you know what? This is a great learning moment for my son. So we started having a deep conversation about what really defines us, who deems we're worthy, um, what defines the worthiness of ourselves. And yes, my oldest is 11. <laughs> and it's so amazing to have conversations like this with him at this young of an age for him to understand that and at the same time still be a kid. So I'm going to share this conversation with you today so that you can start having conversations like this with your kids too. Aloha mamas, you've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet and you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun, let's get to work. Aloha my friends. In today's episode, I am talking to your mama heart. But I'm also going to talk to your homeschooling heart if you have one too. <laughs> I know, I know you may feel like homeschooling may not be for everyone. But if you are thinking about homeschooling and if you are a mom of a whole bunch of kids, which I'm pretty sure you are, that's why you're listening to this podcast. You're at least one or the other. <laughs> We're going to be talking about some conversations to have with your kids. And I'm going to specifically talk about the conversation I had with my oldest. So my oldest is 11 and he um, he's always down maybe 90, 85% of the time to do a reel with me. <laughs> yes, I am that mom. If you don't follow me on Instagram yet, go and follow me. <laughs> I'm that mama because I know one, how fun it is to do one and it's a great way to get out of my perfectionist mind. And so that's one of the reasons why I do it. And not, I also do it to share content, to help others, and definitely to keep in contact with so many of you who have become friends and also my family. Anywho, that's not what this episode is about. <laughs> what this episode is about was we did a reel and you can go and see it. And it was actually about me like trying to gentle parenting. <laughs> I actually saw the reel on one of my other homeschooling mom's friend's stories. And me and my son was laughing, cracking up. And I, we we're laughing because I do that. <laughs> I do that too. Like I try to not yell because I'm a yeller. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to have more patience. And then once I start repeating myself, that's my pet peeve. And I'm like, come on. I said it nicely. I literally did say it nicely, like two to three times. Let's do this. And we just was like, this would be just funny to remake. So we did. We remade the reel. We were cracking up, laughing about it. Um, and then 
And then maybe not even a few hours later, we had a whole bunch of likes and views. And my son was like, wow, just from that? And he's like, why? I was like, I don't know. I really, I really don't know why some things go viral or go crazy and why other things don't. But I, I showed him we we're going through the comments and like laughing about the comments. But then there was, you know, one or two that kind of wasn't very nice. And he's like, why would they say that? And I looked at him and I was like, hmm, I think this is a <laughs> learning moment. Like this literally is going to be one of those conversations. Now, one thing I do in my homeschool is I have great conversations with my kids. And yes, it's appropriate. I try to make it as appropriate to their age or for them to understand. Um, I don't, I'm not trying to go over their head. I really want them to soak something in from it. Maybe they might say it in a different way when they grow up. They're going to be like, yeah, my mom lectured us all the time. <laughs> but this conversation I had with my oldest actually turned out really well. So we had to go drop off my daughter somewhere. And while we were driving, while I was driving and he was sitting right next to me, we started talking and I said, Hey, you know that reel? He's like, yeah, it was so funny. I said, you remember those comments? He's like, yeah, some of them were so awesome. And some of them were not very nice. And I said, yes. So let me first start off with, so this is one thing. When you start off with conversations, instead of coming with as an authority, as the person who knows it all, because I have come from that light before. Instead, come from a place where your child can relate to you. So I said, you know, I got to admit, when I saw those negative comments, I was hurt and irritated. And I saw him turn to me and just like look at me like surprised. Because I remember when I was a kid, I thought my mom was, no, I thought my mom was never hurt. And because she always showed up like super strong and my mom is a superwoman but what I realized was she hit it very well when she was going through challenges and things like that and that's what I used to do but what I realized was if I continue to do that then my kids will not see that how I get through it will not see what happens afterwards they will just see the hiding and that's one thing that I unintentionally learned from my mom was how to hide my feelings and all the things. So I told him, I said, mom gets irritated too when I see comments like that. It it hurts me. And he looked at me, he goes, really? I was like, yeah, mom's human too. And when I see stuff like that, it really, you know, it bums me out that people will, people who really just don't know you. And I said, well, they can say mean things, especially on the internet. That's one thing I don't like about the internet. And we just started having a conversation about how other people's opinions do not define you, how other people's opinions um, do not have anything towards your worthiness. Um, your, it really like it doesn't matter. But sometimes when we say that to our kids, like what they say doesn't matter. It's very relevant because that child, your 11-year-old or your kid, they will feel it a whole different way. Like, think about it. They go to a park and somebody, like, calls them a really bad name. They go to school and somebody says something mean to them. That hurts. That can hurt the same way as someone, like, breaking up with you. Like, 
maybe your marriage ending. That can, the way you feel pain that way, that is the same, can be a pain that they have felt when somebody says something really mean to them. So when you put it in that perspective, really having these conversations with them helps them go through it in a way where one, you can build your relationship Two, you show them like, I am a safe place. So come and talk to me, me and your dad, um, want to be here for the difficult, the challenges, because we know it's going to come. And so while we sat in the car, we talked about negative people, comments, how strangers, like, even though you say, I'm not going to let that bother you, it still sometimes bothers you, what to do afterwards. Um, And one of the things it led to was, you know, yes, go talk to someone else, come talk to us. But I encouraged him, I said, I would like you to do something that mom does. If something negative happens like right away, the first thing mom does and is trying to do more often because <laughs> I'm still human. I was like, I try to say a very quick prayer. And he's like, come on, mom. I was like, no, I'm serious. Mommy sits like just in that moment when I start to feel the yuckiness, I start to feel the irritation and the anger. I tell him if I read something and I see it, first thing I do is I like, if I feel something negative, I close my eyes and I say, God, please give me the strength to go through this. Help calm my heart. And I say, I told him that's the prayer. That's a prayer I do. And then I close it up. I stop looking at it. I, and then I do something else. I go, but I want you to start doing that. And I encourage my son to have that tool in his tool belt. And one thing that I encourage you to do too, is not just tell them what to say, but practice it with them because they need to verbally verbatim say it for them to practice it. Think about yourself. You're like, okay, if somebody tells you, okay, I need you to do this and say this, but you don't practice it when it comes time to actually saying it, you're like, what did they say? (laughs) Same thing with your child. You go, okay, I want you to practice it, mom. Say this and you say it, they say it, you say it, they say it. And that was the first tool I gave him. So what I'm leaning to is when you start having conversations like this with your kids, give them tools, give them little tools that they can do and have them practice it, that they can help them through life, help them through conversations, help them through challenges. Um, so that was one. And then the second conversation, well, the second part of the conversation we talked about was the likes and views, because that can be super exciting, right? Oh my gosh. I got that much likes. Wow, mom. Ooh, that much people watched it. That is so cool. And what I realized that does too is your kids think that their worth is based upon people liking their stuff and seeing their stuff rather than them knowing their own worth. And when that hit me because he was like so lit up by it, I didn't want to like shatter it, but I did want to like remind him. So I said, yeah, that's so cool that so many people watched it. And he's like, yeah. I was like, but I do want you to remember that, you know, you are still amazing whether somebody likes it or not. I was like, whether it's one person or 50,000 people, whether it's 
two people or I don't know, 500 people. It doesn't matter. That doesn't define who you really are. And he's like, oh, I said, because a lot of kids and a lot of people, even adults, they think, oh, my post didn't get so much likes. So people don't really like me. I go, and they feel really bad for themselves. And he's like, oh, yeah, I can see that, mom. I can see that. I go, so let's really talk about this. And we went down this another path through the conversation about what really defines our worth and who do we surround ourselves with? Like whose opinions, if anything, we would value. And I, I like during the conversation, I was just like in awe of myself, like, wow, I'm really having this conversation with my 11-year-old son and he's soaking it in. And it was so good. And that's why I wanted to share it with you guys because I know many of us don't, many of us moms don't share, you know, don't have these conversations with our kids. Um, Maybe it's just like more one to two liners of, hey, you know, don't let that bother you. Whatever they said, it's not true. You know, it's not true. Um, but that might not be enough for them. Think about you when you are going through a hard time. If somebody says one to two lines to you, is that enough? The other perspective is you got to give them something that they can actually use in life. Um, The best way I can explain it is like that little prayer. Another um, little tool that I gave my son, I said, you know, that's why we do things like affirmations. That's why we do goals. That's why we use our strong voice and talk about, you know, hard things and speak up for ourselves. I was like, because it trains us for these moments. And he's like, oh, I get it now. And I said, then I asked him, can you give me an example of something that happened where somebody made you feel bad? And he, you know, he had to sit there and he talked and he's like, yeah, that one time this guy said this. And I said, all right, how did that make you feel? And we talked about that. How do you feel about it now? What did you do? What could you do next time? Is there something that would work a little better? Maybe something, um, something you realized from it all, learned from it all. And sitting there having that kind of conversation with him made me realize that I may have been a little wrong sometimes in assuming that my kid wouldn't understand conversations like this. That's so funny because he's going to be like, you were wrong. (laughs) But it's more so, I think as a mom, we feel like, I don't know if this is the right conversation to have with them. You know, I already told them once. I already told them don't worry about it. I don't know why they're still worrying about it. You know, I'm telling them just get over it. But really, are you still hurt? Because when I looked at the negative comment, I was like, ugh, I was irritated. And then I was like, you know what? I had to do all the things to myself. I was like, their opinions don't matter. They, you know, they don't know you. They're just, there always will be negative people who just say random things. And I had to go back and focus on everyone else who got the joke, (laughs) like, Everybody else, all the other people who got to joke, because sometimes we focus on just that negative thing and it just like dwells in us. Well, I actually had to sit back and go, if I'm feeling this, 
my son will feel it too because he understands when like somebody is very mean. He knows that part. So he needs to understand how mommy works through it too because I need him to be able to work through it himself. I won't be here all the time to do it for him. I won't be here at every single moment. Even though I wish I was, I will not. So I need to prep him for it. And that's why having these deep conversations with your kids is incredible and it will build so much character. So in the end, I'm going to wrap this up. Here's the topics we talked about just so that you can possibly start having these conversations with your own child. Number one, if there is something negative that's going on, whether they're getting teased at school, whether they're getting hurt or bullied or somebody's just irritating them, allow them to express how they feel and then pick a time where you have felt very similar so you can be relatable to your child rather than saying, I was a kid too, I went through that. Your kid won't understand that. (laughs) But when you paint a story of when I was little, there was a girl named blah, 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 who used to do this to me and I used to cry or I used to blah, blah, blah. I used to do this. Let them know because maybe for that glimpse in your story, they will see themselves there and they will relate to you. So that's number one. Number two, think about the ways that you work through it. Think about the ways that you help yourself to get over it or what the thoughts you say to yourself maybe if it is a prayer maybe it if it is words you say out loud and tell your kid what you do tell them how you work through it because sometimes as parents we expect our kids to just know what to do afterwards like get over it forget about what they said move on and the truth is our kid doesn't know (laughs) our kid doesn't know what to do so they're They try to deal with it their own ways. And some of that ways will will not be productive, will not be helpful at all. And then number three, allow them to express themselves. So when you have these conversations, make sure you got time. Like I said, we started the conversation in the car driving um, to drop off one of our other kids. And then that was like a good 20 minutes of just talking. Me and him talking, turned the radio off and just talked. And then we even had another conversation where I just sat down with him. I was doing something and we were just talking again because your kids want to be heard too. They want to be listened to and they don't always want to be lectured to. <laughs> I think I'm talking to myself now, <laughs> but that really does build in the end, build your relationship so much more stronger. Think about you and your friends. When you have um, conversations like this, what happens to your relationship? Doesn't it deeper? Doesn't the trust build? Don't you feel more connected? Same with your kids. You can have very similar effects by having really great conversations with them. So I hope you can sit down at this moment and just think about one topic you can have a really good conversation with your kids about. I encourage you to think of a topic maybe that they are going through right now a challenging thing Um, I know school has just started up maybe it's a class a teacher another student um, a friend maybe it's going to a totally different school what challenges are your kids going through right now and how could you just really have a great conversation with them and like always mamas you are amazing and only you can make your day amazing so go out and do that 
Hey, mama friend, if this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Kavai.